All right, dickheads, we're back. It's Giggle and Grind. No. Yo, 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 homie, yo. We're not starting that way. I'm Why not going to insult the audience. You can insult them. Fuck them. No, what? No. Fuck the audience. See, insult Mark. them. Welcome back to Giggle and Grind. Um, we're here again. <laughs> <laughs> so, last week, we released a podcast, our intro. And it's now up on Spotify, Breaker, Pod, Pocket Cast, Google Play Music, and we are still currently Wednesday, the twenty seventh. Fucking waiting for iTunes. That though, that's what the fuck is going on. Don't turn down my shit. Let them hear that I'm fucking mad. My name is Mark Grandin. This week. We'll be talking about overcoming obstacles. Yes, we will. Or what other bullshit did you have in mind? Yeah, I think overcoming obstacles is a very important topic. We've overcome a lot. I have never felt pain in my entire life. Never. Except when Not you fall once. on your skateboard or your bike or your snowboard or your surfboard. It only ever happened once. You only bike. fell off your bike, snowboard, skateboard, or... Um, Surfboard once. I've only ever fallen off my bike once. What? Oh, you're such a liar. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even lying. That was you the only. That was the only time. And I've you almost ever cracked your off. kneecap. I. That was the only time I've ever fallen off my bike. Really? That one time. Wow. So to give you a little bit of insight, <laughs> I. Because we are just starting out. Because I have not made a significant enough income to live on my own. <laughs> I live out on Long Island, and I commute here into the city every day. I drive. I park up in, on the west side or the east side, up on like 80th Street or somewhere around there, wherever I can find free parking for the day. And then I have my bike in the back, so I'll bike down. A little bit of context, I used to race. I used to be a cycle racer. I used to do tri- um, time trials and cycle r- and you know, team races and shit like that. And a few days ago, I was biking down, and I w- let go of my handlebars, which I often do. I'll ride a majority of my way down back to the office without even holding on to my handlebars. I let go for about two seconds to pull down my jacket in the back, and the fucking wind blew me over. And I ate shit. So he says. I ate shit. In front of a bunch of people and ruined one of my favorite pairs of pants. <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is, you know? It is what it Sometimes is. Sometimes life blows you over. <laughs> you just got to get up embarrassed in front of a family. <laughs> keep on keep on riding. That's right. Keep on riding. That was my first ride. obstacle. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Bro, that is not an obstacle. That is such a bullshit story. Like, that is not an obstacle. Okay, let's encourage the people a little bit. So, um, (laughs) the whole point of the show is to um, just encourage you guys, you know, just make sure that you understand that it's not okay to stop. It's not okay to quit. It's okay to take a time out to, like, feel your feelings. But to do this prolonged sob story, want to kill yourself. Uh, but I mean, if you have like mental illnesses you can't, okay. that you're dealing with, 
I think what he's trying to get at, because right now it just sounds like depression isn't okay for you to have. No, I know. Because that's basically what you're saying. No, hold, up, mean, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. What he's saying is, every, I'm one, of, my head every one of us right has a hard time in our lives. This shit's not easy. I've had a lot of these moments where I'm very down on myself, and so is Mark. You don't know that. Don't speak for me. Fuck you. I know you have. I'm always You've told upbeat. me about that I'm shit. Kidding. Um, so what he's trying to say is that once you do get down, you get down for a little while, but you have to remind yourself of all that you have and how lucky you are. Yes, that's definitely what I say. You're very, very lucky. And the situation that you're in. And it's not a matter of, oh, it could be worse. It's a matter of, oh, look at how much I have. It's not a matter of looking at the negative. It's about seeing the positive and everything. Because what you don't want to do is be like, I could be starving or I could be in captivity right now. It's not, it doesn't matter about what's worse than the situation you're in. Mm -hmm. What matters is, oh, I have a family. I have... I have a dog even if you don't have a family. Mm-hmm. I have whatever it might be, you know, anything that, that you give value to. And it's not so much materialistic things, although some people do see that as one thing that they are very happy and grateful for. Um, you have a place to stay. You have a place to put your head. You know, you have enough money to pay your phone bill. Mm-hmm. And that's like, like, imagine not having a phone for like a week. That's a big deal. You can't do that. <laughs> um, you wouldn't be able to listen to this podcast. Right. Unless you have Wi-Fi. Unless you have Wi-Fi. Unless you're in a Starbucks. <laughs> um, but Dude, I love the knowledge transfer. I taught you all that stuff. That's not true. This is shit I've been learning. Oh I've been gathering. God. A lot of it you did, but a oh lot. Oh my god! Hold up. He's I trying to take. Him he's trying to take. <laughs> Mark is trying to take full credit for all of no, all of the. Exactly I have lived I this. Talk. I have lived this way too. That's why we're very compatible. This is my way of thinking as well. It's not just I yours. This motherfucker. When I, when I this motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. This little bitch thinks that all of this is his idea, and he came up with a whole positive thing. Every that he's the only reason. Thing. He is the only reason why this entire human race is still functioning because he is positive. Everything that he just said. You say too. I taught that. No. I taught no, that. I have always thought this, and if okay. he doesn't want to believe it, he doesn't think it's okay. I'm gonna but literally go back and play some of the old tapes of when we used to. I have always been very. That's how I've gotten myself out of these ruts by thinking about that. Even before I met you, I thought the same way. That's what made me help me kept keep going. All right, okay. Well, that's good. So, wink, wink, listeners. <sighs> <laughs> Don't touch me, you motherfucker! I'm you touch me. He's touching me. Oh right god, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> um, we were in a meeting yesterday, and I grabbed him by the neck, and he yelled like a little schoolgirl. I did. Um, well, I think I need a longer neck because if you guys know, um, check Rankin Styles on Instagram. Rankin Styles. That's he's just gonna R-A-N-K-I-N-E talk about his I N E insecurities. Y L E S. Rankin Styles. Just check me out on Instagram. I do like you know photos and stuff. I think I need no, a longer no, no, no. Neck. Hold on, hold on. What did you just oh say? God. I do photos and stuff. What do I do? You're just there. Okay, cool. So I'm in these pictures, and and um, I think I need a longer neck. So I was saying, you know, I need to like stretch my neck. So I was saying to him, he should like hold me by, like lift me by my neck, so I can stretch out my neck. 
and then he decided to choke the shit out of me which was that's not what happened but yeah we'll keep it that way that's exactly i didn't choke you i tried lifting you up by the neck he was fucking choking. you just didn't let me you didn't let me before so i did it without consent yeah because i changed my mind because he's very very aggressive you guys it's not cool at all so and he's been drinking a lot of beer wait you shouldn't even be drinking you're like 18 even though he's drinking the pussy ass est beer, it's literally called Fruit Light or Fruit Fight. What the fuck with a pink flamingo? I'm the gay one. And I'm like, bro, okay. you cannot be drinking. First of all, Larry's. If anybody knows, latest. now you don't know because you don't drink beer, but if anybody here does enjoy beer, this is Bell's Brewery. Oh my God. This is Bell's Brewery. Uh, what sound does and this vaginas is, make? I and need this to is, and this. <laughs> 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 and this is Larry's latest beer, and it's got passion fruit and lime in it. Okay, for wait, wait, we gotta put this part for for the ladies who are listening. <laughs> I am so sorry. I first of all, I'm trying to stop saying the word pussy. Because I know it demeans women because oh it's like putting God. down, you know, the female anatomy and blah, blah, blah. I'm also trying to stop saying dick because it has like negative connotations, like using body parts to express disdain or, or negative emotions. I don't mean that. I am fully like in support of women. Guys, behave yourselves. Let's be nicer um, to our female counterparts. Um, but I'm gay, so I can make gay jokes. So if you're out there and you're fucking gay and you're getting your panties in a bunch, just shut the fuck up. Um, I am strictly dickly, so, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Everybody, we can laugh at ourselves a little bit. It's fine. Now, I don't understand that insult. Calling somebody a pussy doesn't make sense to me because it's just like vaginas are super strong. This is true. They can take a beating. Right? Yeah, literally. Yeah, um he keeps saying, he keeps acting as if he's the iron chef of, like, pounding Vaj. Please I've tell never, me you get I've that reference. Never, no? never have I ever Yo, tweet us thought or Instagram no, don't. us if you guys get that reference, please. What, what, what? No. Um, don't ever say that to me again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the subject. Right, right, right. Um, Pussy. No. Um... Overcoming obstacles. Overcoming obstacles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it is hard. It's not easy to go and try to figure out what's going on and fix that thing, and it's not easy to come out of a rut, yeah. because being sad is, I think, a lot easier than changing it around to being happy. Change is always harder than mm-hmm. um stagnation. And I think it's very difficult for people like us because, like, we are go-getters and we want, we know that we can accomplish so much. So when you're getting, like, the singles and you know you can hit home run after home run after home run, it's very hard to... He's talking about ego. What ego? It is ego. Do you think so? Well, yeah, you have to have a huge ego to be like, I'm going to fucking kill it. Well, not a huge ego, but, like, you need a, no, like, a good dose no. of a healthy ego. Ego doesn't mean, like, you're an asshole to other people and you're like, fuck you, get out of my way. It just means, like, you believe in yourself. Yeah. I mean, it 
ego might sound really negative, but it's just, you know, you need an ego to be like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good enough to do yeah. this. I deserve this. I deserve this. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. And I'm going to like, you have to think you're smart enough. You have to think you're strong enough. You have to think all that about yeah. yourself. You have to be kind of self-centered to, you know, to be an entrepreneur, to be, you know, successful because that's like being like, nah, fuck the crowd. Fuck what other people are doing. I'm going to do my own shit and I'm going to do it better. Yeah. And we had this conversation before too. We did. Um, so that's why I think for people like us, it's a little bit challenging. Yeah, because our egos get hurt. You know, you're like, I could be doing way more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I could be this. I could be that. Mm-hmm. And as I, I think I told, I didn't tell this to you, but I always feel I'm a very impatient person, yes. mostly with my age and, you know, with with my sign, if any of you believe in astrology and zodiac signs. I'm an Aries. Um and I am very impatient. <coughs> Wait, when is so your birthday? We have talked about I this. I know. I just so many fucking times. Our birthdays are three days apart. So you're on the fourth, right? No, Fuck. I'm 16. That's what I said. The 16th. No, you. <laughs> what are you? Are you the third? The seventh. The seventh. So yeah. we're not four days apart. No, because I thought your date of birthday was actually that's the birthday of my ex, 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 ex. Wow. I'm not. Um, so with that, with our impatience, I, I told, I told somebody, um, I always feel as though I could be there. I'm like right on the cusp, you know, I'm, I'm reaching out and I can almost, almost grab it, you know, but I'm not quite there. I can't quite reach because there's something I don't know yet. There's something I don't know. There's an experience I haven't gone through. There's something I haven't learned. There's, you know, there's some pain I haven't overcome yet for me to be able to handle that next step. There's maybe a skill. So I think everything comes in due time with, um, you know, with experience, with, you know, your life moving forward. There's always a next step because you move forward constantly. There's, an, there's always constant movement of time. Excuse me. So, with that, like, you know, I'll hand it off to Mark. Yeah, um, I think it's really important, like, overcoming, on the whole subject of overcoming obstacles, what has really worked for me is figure out what is your safe space and figure out what is your safe activity. So, for a lot of people, <coughs> um, you know, like, tapping out is really, really important. And for me, um I take my breaks around like music festivals and going out. Like I love music festivals. I love big events where I see like thousands of other people just enjoying life and really immersing themselves in an experience and having that togetherness with other people. Um, for for like Stefan, it's like you know being in the mountain, like going. It's literally the total opposite. Yeah. Than you, I I feel relaxed and my my drug my de-stressor is snowboarding and surfing surfing snowboarding by myself by him so it's very solitary for a lot of people like they just need like my friend ralph one of my really really close friend ralph his his recharge or his regroup is just like time by himself sometimes he's like in a crowd and he's like the most gregarious amiable person um but like his battery goes on 10 percent, and he's like i need to just like tap out and he just goes by himself for a day, half a day, five hours, and like just recharge. And he comes back and he's better than ever. 
So you have to figure out what your thing is. If you know you smoke a blunt or you whatever you do, figure out what that thing is and be apologetic about it. I have another friend, uh, Mark Amos. His thing is anime and some other stuff that I can't talk about. Um, So he just like goes like head first into that stuff. And um, he, Stefan is trying to get me to rat on my fucking best friend. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just curious. So you can talk to him. You know him. I introduced you. Well, I'm um, going to ask him, hey. What's your wh- <laughs> Anyway, no. We're getting off topic, you guys. So, I heard you like anime. What else do you like? <laughs> you know, what? like figuring out what your thing is and just being apologetic about that stuff. Um, and just knowing how to get yourself back to center. Or don't be apologetic. No, that's what I said. Did what? I say you be said apologetic? to be a ap- you no, said no, it like no. five times? I no, no, like, no. Don't be, be a, don't unapologetic. No. Oh, there we go. Be unapologetic. I thank you. What if I was doing this yeah. for myself? That's the wrong message, you guys. No, don't. Yeah, yeah. be unapologetic be about it because you need you need time off. Yes. Because a lot of people like I hear a lot of uh, like people doing the same thing as us. They're like, ah, I work all the time. I never sleep. Like yeah. I'm like ah, I'm like you're gonna burn yourself out, dude. Like yeah. you're gonna die yeah. and like probably get a heart attack in your forties and, and even die. What happens is that when you keep going and going and going and going, like your brain is tired. So you're not as creative. You're not as um, expressive. So everything comes out in a miserable way. Your creative creativity, your senses, everything is super dull. And you're going to miss a lot. Tired. You miss yeah. a lot. You're, yeah. You miss a lot of opportunities. You miss a lot of mistakes, oh, mostly yeah. mistakes. Mm-hmm. And you might not even realize that even if you have the passion, you're like, I want to keep working. I want to keep working. You mm-hmm. need to take a break because yeah. at one point it's just like, cool, I'm working. And the next you're you know, in a hospital, mm-hmm. God forbid, or anything else like that. It's, it's yeah. not okay, you know, because you're slowing yourself down really mm-hmm. by not taking mm-hmm. a break every once in a while because you it seems to you like oh i can never stop working like because a lot of these a lot of the media and with this entrepreneur um you know w- generation right now with the economy being up and everything like that it's everybody's like oh yeah you got to work you got to do this and it's this constant message of you can never stop working or else you're going to lose it all mm-hmm. and that's just not true because you need to sleep um, you need like do I'm not gonna throw any facts out there right now, but just take a look at online, do a quick Google search of what happens when you don't sleep. When you don't sleep, it's not good. Or not good. same thing if you sleep too much. You know you need to have balance in life. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about this last night. You need balance in life because if you don't have it, then you're just gonna you're gonna burn yourself out. Or yeah. if you swing to the other extreme, you're just gonna end up being lazy and you're not gonna accomplish anything and you're not gonna feel fulfilled yeah. again. So there needs to be balance in life. Yes. Same thing with your food. You can't just eat junk food because, you know, you're, you can't do that. You're going to hurt your body. Mm-hmm. And you got to take care of your body, your mind. And your mind doesn't just keep going. It, yeah. it, will, it will function to keep you alive, but it will not do – it will not function at the rate that you want it to. It's not going to do what you need it to. Yeah. So figure out what your thing is. And for a lot of people – I hear them say like, oh, I'm not really passionate about anything. I don't really know my hobbies, blah, blah, blah. Start doing different things and figure it out. Um, Also, I think one very, very important thing that can help you um, overcome obstacles is perspective. Um, For a lot of people, they have never seen 
they're not exposed to anything outside of themselves. So for example, if you're an Upper East Side kid and you've lived there all your life, you've never been to a soup kitchen, you don't know how the other side lives or live. Or you've never been to the Bronx and seen like real poverty to really appreciate how fortunate you are. Or even if you're from the Bronx, um, or you're from Brooklyn, or you're from one of these like really um, less affluent places, you don't know what's less than you or what's more than you. So for example, I've exposed myself, thank God for my upbringing, my grandmother, she, you know, we grew up pretty privileged in Jamaica. I, I'm from Jamaica. And um, my grandmother used to make sure that she took us to the countryside, especially me, because I love to travel and I love people. Um, and she took me to the countryside to her friends. And these people, they lived on the floor and they ate off the land, like literally, you would go outside in the morning and you would pick fruits for your breakfast. And then you would like kill a chicken for dinner. And then you would like go to the, the, the garden and like, like get like potatoes from the ground and carrots from the ground. And Kalaloo, it's like kind of like kale from the ground. And that would be dinner. Like they ate off the land. And I was like, oh my God, how privileged we are. And so when I get down, like I think of those people and I'm like, they're happy, they're still moving on. And also, when I get down, I have friends who are very, very wealthy, like friends who don't take the LIR from Long Island into Manhattan, they helicopter in, like friends who have like yachts and boats and, 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 and private planes and jets, like those two extremes, people who are way less than me and people who are more, way more than me, they both motivate me equally because I'm like, that's what awaits me if I keep pushing. I'm not a materialistic person. I don't care about money. I don't care about stuff. Like, I'm just super simple. Um, everyone knows that. But to be able to write a, one check and, like, save, you know, an entire country or a village or whatever is my goal. So when I get really down, I think about those two very extreme things. And it, it really brings me back. And also, my activities, it centers me. Um, so I think those two factors are really, really important when overcoming obstacles. And since we're on this topic, I had a very similar experience growing up. I there's a lot of rich people. Yes, rich people and also very poor people. Well, very, poor people. very poor people because um, I am Romanian. I'm first generation American. Uh, my dad won a green card to come here and then. Um, How lucky you are. Yeah, and brought my mom over. And I always think about that. That's fucking crazy because yeah. um, if you're from America, you don't know this, but um, in other countries, um, where it's harder to immigrate into the U.S., they do visa lotteries and green card lotteries. Um, though they pull every once every year, and you can enter into them. My dad got lucky, and he won, so he came over here and brought me, and I was born here, and I got lucky with that. But I also visited my grandparents in Romania every single year growing up. And living there, they lived, again, on a farm. Everything you did, like, there was... The toilets were all outside. Oh, yeah. There was no, there's very little electricity. Yeah. There no was, running water. Yeah, no running water. You got everything out of a well. Mm -hmm. So seeing both extremes and then later on in my life, uh, my mom worked as a cleaning lady. Uh, so she always brought me to the Hamptons with her when the families there would leave. So I got to live in incredible mansions out in the Hamptons and work out there and see all different walks of life from like again like mark said from the very poorest to the very richest mm -hmm. and 
again, it's it's just a matter of perspective because we're everybody's somewhere between there. Either like the extremes are somewhere in between, and most of us are somewhere in between right now. <coughs> um, so I think it's important to you know remember what's to come and remember where you could be, mm-hmm. but don't look down yes. upon other people because that's not okay. No. Because as smart as you might be, there's always somebody that knows more than you about something else. You do not know everything. <laughs> um, which I struggle with a little bit sometimes. <laughs> I will be honest. Thanks, Mark. Um, he is working on it. He is I am. Um, but he knows a lot of things, though, so it's not like unfounded. Like, I know a lot of people who think they know a lot and they're really stupid, but he is very, very, like, incredibly smart. Yeah, I'm a total dumbass. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell very good. No, he definitely can't spell you guys. That's the funniest part about him. Hey, <laughs> I was saying that as a joke, but okay, Mark. You, de- you cannot spell. Bro. I can spell. Not well, but I can spell. There's autocorrect. Spell well. See? Can't spell Fuck. well. So let's just move he on. He got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are we moving on to? Shit, I had something in mind. I'm sorry, I did I did that. I did that. I'm sorry. Did what? I did distract you. What? And what okay. Uh you were what was I talking you came about? Up, you were in the Hamptons and oh, before that. Way before that. Before you took a shortcut. The people in the room in a chicken up your telly. You're speaking Jamaican. So um No. I don't know. There was no running water in. in no, no. Anyways, anyways. Fine, so, fine, let's move on. Be, humbled. be humble. Everybody knows be that. Nice. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Like in this entrepreneur age, everyone's like work really hard. So getting back to like, don't overwork yourself and don't do that. What else? What else do you do to overcome obstacles? What else do we do to overcome obstacles? I don't know. Um, we always come back to the drawing board. Yeah. Yeah. We, I think when I we have a lot of meetings that go a lot of nowhere places. That's true. But they're very productive. I think because we have, I think we enjoy each other a lot. So it's like. No, but it's more than that. A lot of time we just have shitty ideas. Oh, yeah, that's true. We just like, we just don't know what the fuck (laughs) we're talking about. And we have shitty ideas. And then we end up talking about it for an hour. And we're like, wow, we got nothing out of that. So we learn like that's not a, that's not an alternative. Like that's stupid. Mm -hmm. Um, And then sometimes we goof off. and then. Yeah, a lot of fucking around um but yeah like this that's how this podcast came to be like i was just like he's like you should do a podcast to open yourself up because i'm very uncomfortable in front of camera and talking to a camera yes um which i have to work on yes but he's he's like so pretty like his face is really really pretty he said he was ugly in high school so now he loves his face so wait it's like getting you You know you're the only person i've ever said that to what and now you told everyone. You've ruined my life. Okay. Well, <laughs> let me give you, let me open the curtains behind Stefan Crucero. So, or Crucero. 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 Yeah, that, like that. Um, so, he didn't think he was very attractive in high school. I don't, I don't know, know, this know matters. how. What? I don't know how this matters. <laughs> um, I don't know how because he literally has the same face. But um, so now he likes his face and he's into himself. So as we do these photo shoots and stuff, I'll be in the picture. He's behind the camera and 
he's like, hey, Mark, you know, would you like tape my pictures? I was like, oh, so you want to be in front of the camera now? <laughs> and I'm very, very excited about this because I, I you know, I want to help. So I was just like, all right, I'll take your pictures, but you need to start also posting on social media. And he Which was like, Which I have no. been doing a little bit. I've been doing a little more. You need uh, to do way more. So he's like, oh, no, I don't feel comfortable, da, da, da. So we've been, like, trying to figure out. So I've been telling him, hey, you know, why don't you do a podcast? Like, get your name out there, get your info, you know, so people know that you're a photographer slash videographer who's incredibly talented. Um, so that's kind of how he came up with the idea for this show. He was like, oh, I want to do it with you. I was like, I would be honored. Like, I would love to. So here we are. And I'm so happy. I've lost track of what we were talking about. Well, you were talking about, like, overcoming obstacles, and you said, you know, you're going to do a show. Well, I said you should do a show, and you said you will. So that's another thing with overcoming obstacles. Overcoming, it's easier. Oh, no, no, hold on, hold on. That's not where I was going, but okay. Um, We can talk about that after. Yeah. So I think a really important part of this is overcoming personal fears. Yes. Because... Yes. So when we met, I think I talked about this last episode. I might have. He, Mark made me read a book. It's called uh, How to Win Friends and Influence. We definitely talked about yes. this. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Um, and I read that book and I really took a lot of the things to heart. I won't dive too deep into the actual book, but what I started doing and what I find myself doing now is I strike up a lot more conversation with strangers. Mm-hmm. And I try to be nicer to people because. Yes. Be nice. Yes. So in general, though, whatever fears you may have, like posting the social media, like that picture, my most recent picture on Stefan Crucero, S-T-E-F-A-N underscore C-R-U-C-E-R-U on Instagram. Which I took. That Mark Rankin, Rankin Styles took. Um, was not a picture I would ever post. Ever. You told me that you liked the picture. And yes, yes. I I do. I did like the picture, but I would never have posted it because it was just straight up me. Oh, okay. okay, okay. So I posted that and I got a good response and people liked it. Great response. Um, And I was and I was happy with that. But I'm I'm currently working on getting more comfortable with social media and being in front of the camera and also um, actually like communicating with people because a lot of times I've been told that I'm abrasive or can be abrasive. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so I'm working on that. Yeah. So with overcoming obstacles, sometimes you got to overcome obstacles that are internal, not yeah. so much what's going on in the business world, mm-hmm. but how do you better yourself for the next step? Mm-hmm. How do you prepare yourself for a 10 steps ahead when you need these social skills to walk into a meeting or into a proposal or into anything like that? And you're ready to go beforehand, you know? So that's another thing. What were you saying? Oh, yeah, work with nice people. Well, um, piggybacking off of what you just said. I love when speakers say that. Oh, let me just piggyback Ugh. off of... <laughs> um, yeah, no, getting over yourself. Well, first of all, the first thing about getting over yourself or getting over your internal fears is typically it's just in your head. Because he's a 10, okay, you guys? Like, he's a 10. Needs to shave, but he's a 10. Not the beard, 
It's like too much. Oh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's like a fucking loofah. I don't know how. Stop. Deep. Who okay, needs fine. to know this? Right, it's fine. the second episode. Okay. Leave some to the imagination. Okay, fine. So you can just imagine that. Wink, wink. Um, don't imagine that. <laughs> um, so I just think that no one really, like, I have friends who have social anxiety. And I understand. You know, it's a mental game, da, da, da. But just remember that rationally, everybody who you think is looking and laughing and talking about you, they really are not. Just remember that rationally. Nobody gives a fuck about you. Really. No one really gives a fuck. Especially if you live in a big city. Like, people are so preoccupied with their own shit. They, if you're from, like, a small town in Minnesota or, like, wherever. We love people from Minnesota, but, you know, like, small towns of, like, a thousand people. Like, and everybody knows everybody, and everybody knows where everybody works and goes to school. Then it's a little bit different. But still nobody cares because people forget. It's right. not that big of a deal. We right. all do horrible shit. We all do. We're all weird, giant chunks of shit. all fucking weirdos. We all we're, are. We all do weird shit and are, you know, behind yes. closed doors. Whew. And, and, and with the door open. And too. with the door open, you know, <laughs> like, and some sometimes that's literally what it is. Some people just like doing it with the door open, and that's hey, that's their hey, thing. Listen, so all I'm saying to you is this: number one, ninety percent of that stuff in your head. So just remember that. And then the second thing is that you have to work at these things. Like for a lot of people with like um, certain kinds of anxiety and whatever. Like I have a ton of friends who used to stutter, and after. It was like the bane of their existence for years and years. They finally came to the conclusion, you know what? I'm going to work on this. And they start speech pathology, like therapy, speech therapy, and all these like different things. They started reading a ton of books. And that's just like one example, like having a stutter. Your thing could be like whatever it is. After you have had this as the shit that kicks your butt your entire life, there has to come a point where you're like, you know what? I'm going to work on this. And then once you start working on it, continue to work at it. And it may never, ever go away. Like, I know a lot of people who stutters. And, um, you know, once every time they go on a first date, it comes back. Or when they're supposed to give a big speech, it comes back, you know, for five seconds or so. But they regroup and they come again and it's better. So just understand that it may never, ever completely go away. But just understand that you should work on it. And it's important for you to not complain and just work on it make it a conscious decision yeah to yeah. better yourself yeah also could be your weight for a lot of people it's weight it you is. know their physical appearance weight. yeah yeah that is something that after you cry and cry and cry and still be eating the ice cream as you cry that you're fat you know just just you know go to the gym and you made that decision that you know what this is not going to be my my existence forever and you start going and before you know it Okay, quick quick tip with the gym thing, because I've thought about this too, and I, I didn't want to, I don't, I, I think it's difficult for this. No, it's true. You know? that, no, they're all difficult. I think a lot of things are difficult, but true. find a way to conquer this fear, this, whatever it might be, this, um, you know, whatever you're uncomfortable with about yourself, whatever you're con self-conscious about, mm -hmm. find a way to conquer it in a way that you enjoy. Fi yes. Make it a game. Like, yes. if you are overweight or you feel as if you're overweight, Figure out a way to to slim back, but don't just like go for a jog if you don't like running. Like there's yeah. you're not gonna do you're not gonna do yourself any good like that. Mm -hmm. Go find like go do some weird shit. Like I don't know. I I snowboard and I surf and those aren't specifically traditional ways of working out. I don't ever go to a gym. I cycle 
I um I hate the gym though. I I hate it. I don't I don't ever go and I'm I'm fairly in shape. You know, um, I stay in shape through through those other ways. Yeah. And if you enjoy boxing or whatever it might be, something yeah. crazy like skydiving, as long as you're enjoying it and it helps you, it benefits you, just do that instead of whatever the fuck other people are saying. Like, right. don't follow the crowd just because yeah. it's the crowd. Also, with going totally opposite of what I just <laughs> said, um, you're not special. I think this is a big thing to realize yeah. when you're... Wait, can I put a tip on the, on the gym thing? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, like, for me, I work out five or six days a week. I personally don't enjoy the gym, like, going to the gym itself. So, what I do is that my gym, I'm not going to shout them out because they're not paying. But once they pay, then I'll do it. Um, I do a lot of classes. Like, every time I go to the gym, I do classes. And I've been going to the same class for, like, over, what, like, um, over five years? to the same gym, same classes with the same people. So you develop a community. Like when you miss, like you're thinking, oh my God, my friends are gonna ask me, they're gonna text me, they're gonna call me. And it works like that. And as you grow and develop, the, the teachers fall in love with you and you fall in love with them. Um, so I think that if that is something that you're struggling with, like your weight, you know, join a gym that has a bunch of classes and then develop a rapport with the people in the class. And you'll find that, you know, you, you, it, it won't be such a drag to go. So that's one tip on the fitness bit. Um, back to what I was just saying. Yeah. Um, that might have sounded offensive when I said it at first and didn't follow up with anything. What did you say? You're not special. Oh. No. You're not special. Because nobody is. Um, you know, they all say one in a million. Well, then there's 7,000 of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think that's important to, to realize because it helps in a lot of different ways. It helps you let go Yeah. because first of all, it, it makes you not be like, I have to be individualized. I have to do this because a lot of people are doing the same shit you are. Let's, mm -hmm. let's be honest here. It's not only your dream. Yes. It, you know, the nuances may be yours and it might be your person, whatever, but a lot of people are going through the same shit as you and True. The quicker you realize that, the easier it is to get over. Because absolutely, yes, you want to be you want to be the next Jack Bezos, the next Steve Jobs. Don't be an asshole. The <gasps> next whatever it might be. Um, just remember, I can count off like twenty, thirty millionaires right now, billionaires right now. They're not special either. They're just people like you or I. Same thing. They're, they're just there. They're just doing it. They just worked really hard, and they got to where they were at. Same thing in the Hamptons when I was yeah. out there. I think that's why I have this drive a lot. Yeah. Because I went out there, and I realized nobody's fucking special. These people are all just bums with a lot mm -hmm. of money. And they're, some of them are really arrogant and pretentious, but so, so are people that are without middle class. Money. Yeah, without money. And yeah. The same thing. It's, we're all yeah. the fucking same. Well, let's break that down. Regardless of socioeconomic class. Let's break that down a little bit about you're not special. So you're you are special in the sense that um, there is, you know, like you are unique. You are made blah blah blah. This and that. Like yes, you are special in terms of like every human being is a miracle. But what is not special is your circumstances or your particular thing that you're dealing with. 
Or, yeah, you're fucking great. You complain and you're like, no one's gonna understand yeah. me. Yeah, your your circumstances are not you. The fuck. That's what here. makes it not special. So it's not that you as an individual, somebody's just like slitting their wrist, like, oh, I'm not special. I'm killing myself. You know, don't do that. You are special, but in your circumstances, your situation, your environment, not uncommon, not unique. That's what that means. Okay, so. When someone says, oh my God, I, my mom is dying. Like one of my really, really close friends, like I mentored this kid since he was like 19 years old when we were coming up and um, now he's grown and everything. And he's dealing with a lot. Like his mom has ALS. So she is, you know, really like in, in she, yeah, it's a little shaky, her situation. He is, he works full time um, and he's also going to school and he is very active in his church, so he's dealing with a lot. But he is a very special individual in terms of like the love that he has in his heart, the, the amount of time and energy that he puts into caring for his mother. Um, but his circumstances are not unique. There are plenty of other people who are dealing with ailing parents and balancing work in school and balancing a relationship with, with other significant others and loved ones. So that's what makes it not unique. What my recommendation would be like dealing with stuff like that, first thing, seek out and find a mentor. And it's not as hard as you think. This is what I recommend to people who are not exposed to people who have what they want. Because a mentor is, is simply this, someone who has already accomplished what you want and you're basically following the path that they have cut out. Or is further in the process. Or is further no, along But no, the because, like, with me and Mark, this is, I guess, maybe a more special situation. Yeah. Because... We just said it's not special, bro. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm more special than that. No, there's, I'm sure there's <laughs> a lot of other motherfuckers like us, you know? <laughs> We're not special in that sense, Definitely but... Not. Especially um, me. Yeah, especially you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you thought I was going to say something back? I genuinely feel that. But... But what we are, so so my relationship to him, he has, like, he does almost nothing of what I do. Yeah. We are, like, on two opposite ends of the spectrum in this sense. He built his business on something completely different than what I'm trying to build um, my business on, sure. Crucero Media. Mm -hmm. um, fucking shut up. He wasn't talking about me. Um, <laughs> there's a car outside if you didn't hear that. Yeah. Um, so what I'm saying is Mark, Mark built his business on fashion and style and uh, human relations and connections like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to build a marketing business and, um, and this type of uh, media platform, social media, um, a collective of sorts. And I'm not going to go into depth right now about that, sure. but he is just further along in the process of his ventures. He, he is more established. He doesn't know we have two very different um, knowledge bases. We, mm -hmm. He knows a lot about what he knows about, which is fashion and which is human relations and which is PR and stuff like that and mm -hmm. fashion and style. Wow, I just said that twice. Yep. Um, it's okay. We try. Um, and I do all of the tech stuff. I do photography, videography, um, Website, web, design. web design, yeah, graphic design, sound design, stuff like that. So we're on two very different spectrums, but he's we feed off each other in a way. And I don't want to say I he's my mentor. I'm I'm your I am his mentor because I'm definitely not that. 
but we do learn from each other. Wait, say that again, because that was very yeah. confusing. I'm not saying that I am his mentor, because that's not what I mean. I'm saying we learn from each other. He is definitely my mentor because I found him, you know, as I said last episode, through Indeed and all that. Well, no, I applied. <laughs> <laughs> I did apply. I applied. Okay, fine. And then you, you picked me. me. And then you picked me. I did pick you. Um. So, oh, going into that story, I have some more ideas, some more uh, things I want to talk about that. Um, but he found me, and now we work together here, and he's my mentor. And I also have other mentors in other respects yes. with other things. Same thing. So it's not just a matter of finding that one guy that will teach you everything you need to know about something. Yes. You have to network. You have to get out there. You have to... You have to talk to a lot of people and figure it out mm -hmm. because it's not as it's not easy. <laughs> this is this shit's not easy yeah. because I'd love to be a millionaire right now, this very moment, but I'm not. I'm kind of a bum. Um, what? That'd be great. That would be great, but <sighs> soon it's coming. So, it is coming. um, through that, like that's what I'm saying. You got we. That's what we're saying. We got You got to find a mentor for yourself. You got to find somebody with more experience because you're not gonna. You don't want to go and make the same mistakes that other people made when you can just learn from other people's mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier that way. Yeah. Um, and along those lines, like you can you can have different mentors in different things. Like I know a lot of people who has helped me on the business track who I definitely do not want to take relationship advice from. Like, they're on their fourth wives, and I'm just like, no, pass. <laughs> um, and then there are people who have phenomenal relationships, but they're terrible business people. And I'm just like, bro, please do not talk to me about money. Do not, because I will literally, like, walk away. Because talk to me about relationship. Talk to me about being in partnership with someone even though you're so different than them talk to me about that don't talk to me about money and finances and then entrepreneurship so you find different uh, mentors now where do you find said mentors so i um work with a lot of people who live in like certain places where they don't have a lot of good examples and here's where i always direct them Get a LinkedIn. If you don't already have a LinkedIn, sign up for LinkedIn, put your nice pro, um, professional photo and whatever, um, and start reaching out to CEOs and C-level executives. C-level executives are all the people with C in front of their abbreviation. So like CEO, Chief Executive Officer, CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, CIO, stuff like that. So those are... They're not stupid. No, I know... Anyways. I like breaking <laughs> stuff down because I don't want to leave anybody behind with all these like high sounding words and abbreviations. Anyway, um, start going on LinkedIn and message these people because when you add someone, it allows you, if you're doing it on the computer, it, add, it allows you to put a little note and you can say, hey, my name is so-and-so, I'm enrolled in Baruch College or whatever college you're going to and um, I'm really excited about entrepreneurship but I don't know how and I see that you have like a very successful business I would love to, you know, shadow you two days out of the week and I'll do whatever you want. You will definitely get rejected by most of these people. Absolutely. Or just not get But you response. just need one person to say yes. Yeah, just keep going. Just keep going because, yeah. like, I, I applied to, I think, 200 jobs. Yeah. Before Mark 
gave me a free internship that I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm not yeah. getting paid. <laughs> um, but you see, like, it's not about... It's not. It's, it's so, really not a... Yeah. Yeah, it's really not... Because, like, first of all, with the LinkedIn thing, you only need one person to say yes. So fuck all the other people. That's the attitude that I have. Fuck you. You know? You don't want me? I don't fucking want you. So, and then, like, with internships and stuff, like, make the best of it. Like, don't worry about the money because you're just starting out. Just like if you're... Like, for me... I was doing styling for free for years. And even when I officially launched, um, when I officially like said I'm full-time in my business, I was still doing it for fucking free. Even now, <laughs> I still help people for free. So never scoff at the free shit. You got to do a lot of that before you can start charging the big bucks. But, but, there's a there big but coming here. This, this is important. Yeah, this is important. Huge ass coming here. Huge ass. When you decide to charge, no one can say you're a rookie or you're a, or you're a, um, you're just come or whatever. Why? Because your resume, your portfolio, your book is gonna be so big. It's gonna be <laughs> so the, big. Shut the fuck up. And it's gonna be I so huge. Stop. All right. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> you can tell that one of us is a goofball. It's anybody's um, guess. Yeah, it's anybody's <laughs> guess. See, I can't do that impression. That's why I told you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it bothers me that I can't. Um, I do a good Trump. Uh. No, you can't <laughs> mention his fucking name anyway. God damn it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Motherfucker. Um. So, I when I first started. So big. <laughs> Um, when I first started, I Gina. was not Huge so big. Gina. So I entered. I don't even. I can't even hold a train of thought right now I'm with sorry. you right, fucking fine. screaming go, into go, the go, mic. Go, go, go. Um, so when I began, I started doing photography from when I was 16 on like some shitty camera. Made little YouTube videos here and there. Yeah. That happened. I tried it. It didn't work out. And then my camera broke. And I didn't shoot for months. Wait, you broke you broke the lens or the no, no? Camera? So the camera just stopped working. Oh, it okay. literally just oh okay just told told me to go fuck myself. Basically, in the middle of a shoot. So I, I was like, all right, whatever. So I didn't touch my camera for a long time, and then I was like, one day I was like, I gotta buy another camera for some reason. I don't know. And I bought a new camera. I bought a the Canon 80D, which I still shoot on now. Uh, I bought it brand new, and I started getting back into shooting with the kit lens that I had. Um, kit lens, for anybody who doesn't know anything about photography, is the lens that you buy in the camera. It comes with a camera. It's like the most basic lens, the worst lens you can have. So I started shooting with that. I got more into it. And then I was like, I want to make this a business. So I made my own website and all that. And I started building my portfolio. Once I moved from the Hamptons of my summer job as a lifeguard, I came into the city and I started to... I got really bored just sitting in the house applying to jobs, so I started to go out on my bike because I enjoyed biking, and I'd spend the entire day just out shooting, and then I'd come back at night, and I'd kind of figure out, like, oh, this is how you do this, this is how you do that, and doing a little bit of research of how can I get my photos to look better. Um, I got onto that, and, and I kept applying, I kept applying, and then Mark saw it, and I had a portfolio by then, so he, he got me. We, I started to do interning for him. And now my portfolio is way bigger because I've continued to shoot for free mm -hmm. for a little while, which kind of fucking sucks because you feel like you're getting used. And even after you start charging, people are still going to want to use you. 
because they think you're a rookie or your friends are going to be like, hey, can we just do a quick shoot? Can we do this? Can we do that? And I'm like, and you got to kind of say no. You got to be aggressive. And you got to be like, nah, like, I can't do that. I'm doing things like, and this applies to any field that you're in, marketing, fashion, whatever it may be. Um, we should do an episode on that, how to say no. Yeah, we should do an episode on that. Um, sometime. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it kind of sucks doing shit for free, but you got to do it for a little while yeah. until you build the credibility and you build some proof that, like, oh, you're not a bum. Mm-hmm. And you do actually have skills in what you're doing. So don't get discouraged if you don't get your first paid gig right away. Because later on, when you do get your first paid gig, you're going to be way more prepared for it, whatever it may be. You're oh, just, yeah. You're going to know a lot more, and you're going to feel like, all right, cool. This is what I got to do. I got this. And even from then, you're going you're gonna to end up doing it, and you're going to be like, fuck, I don't know anything. Like, I have to learn so much more. And then it gets better from there. Mm-hmm. And these are the challenges we're talking about. Yep. And I think, let's say lastly, before we wrap it up, fuck Instagram. Because <laughs> that shit sucks. Why? Um, because a lot of people go on Instagram. Lie, y'all go on Instagram. Y'all <laughs> go on Instagram, and they're and you see all these people having the time of their fucking lives, yeah, and yeah. actually they're really bummy. <laughs> like they're <laughs> real bums. They don't do anything. <laughs> they have no ambition. They just post these pictures like, oh my god, I went to cover with my girlfriends. Oh my god. So. Ignore all that bullshit. Like, I go on Instagram sometimes, and I see, like, incredible photographers, and I'm like, fuck, like, why aren't my photos like that? I'm like, ah, whatever, fuck it, I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so you really got to push yourself. Like, don't be discouraged by what these other people are doing because they're just as bummy as you. Wait, did I? Did you see my post on IG? Like, I literally put that in my stories. Did like, you? Don't compare yourself to Photoshop Yeah, don't pictures. compare yourself to other... No, not even just Photoshop pictures, but, like, just don't look... As somebody's trip that they took a hundred photos for on their fucking shitty ass iPhone five because they can't afford a ten. Wow. Um, and then they're posting them over the next month like, oh my god, I miss Cabo. Um, <laughs> so just, just don't do that to yourself because it doesn't matter. Like ignore all that bullshit. Just focus in, tunnel vision. Just go for what you want and get it and actually make it real. Post the real shit on there. Um, like I actually like I'm not the wealthiest right now. I, I can't even afford to live on my own. But mm-hmm. I have a pretty awesome life. I do, do pretty awesome things all the time and I never post that shit. He's going snowboarding on Friday. Yeah, I'm going out. I'm I do shit so all jelly. the time. I'm like I'm in the studio, I'm getting shoots all the time now. I love this shit and I never post about it because I'm not there yet and I don't I don't wanna get there yet. I think I I think so too. But beforehand, I wasn't posting and and don't discount people that are like not posting on Instagram. Ah. That's (laughs) you're speaking for yourself. Just speak for yourself. Okay. Don't discount me because I'm not posting. Go ahead. Never mind then. (laughs) Never mind. I just I take that back. Just don't compare yourself (laughs) to other people. Don't compare yourself to other people on Instagram because you don't know what. You don't know what's actually going on in their life. That's true. It's very true. And, you know, just take all that bad energy out of of the air. There's no reason for you to be like, ah, why aren't I doing this? Why aren't I like that? Just fuck all that shit. Just ignore it. Go and do your own thing. And just win. Yep. I love that. I think think that's it. You, you You hit it. 
Hit it. Yep. Hit it from the back. The G spot. You got it. Right in the G spot. Right in the G spot. Oh God, no. Okay, it's getting weird, you guys, in the studio. Okay, so my name is Mark Rankin. This has been. Um, and I'm Stefan Crusoe. Hey, you don't get to do the fucking outro. What the hell? Well, you this were is doing other grind. stuff. You were I hope you, busy. I hope that you enjoyed this week's episode. Wait, can I plug my my my? Instagram? Um, Mark's Instagram is Rankin Styles. R A N K I N E S T Y L E S. Instagram And you can also put a dot com after that shit And go to his website It's up Shut the fuck up bitch I did the whole thing Um, You can do that And you can visit my website If you're in New York And you need a place to shoot And you want to come by the studio Just reach out to me Email me DM me I don't know I'm lonely Just send me something Everything. It's multiple floors. Yeah. He has a black screen, a green screen, brown screen, everything Whoa. that you want. Like he has sets. If you're in New York, come by. If not, don't. Whatever you need. Um, you can fly him out for an event. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> fly him out. Please. <laughs> please. Please. <sighs> I need to get away from him. <laughs> Bring me to I can style whoever needs style. Okay. So. All right. We'll talk at you next week. Yeah. That's somebody else. That is another podcast's outro. I'm not stealing that. All right, guys. We'll talk to you guys later. See you. <laughs>